Jared. And I'm Megan. And I'm Stanley. He's breathing into the microphone again. If you can hear that, that's Stanley. Mm. And he's his tongue. <sighs> we are back after home. a trip to an insane, an insane asylum for some a little, people. A little summer break. Stan, get out of your things. No, I really, um, I really needed that summer break because. Well, my summer is still ha my summer still happening, but, but mine is too. Or, yeah, but no. by the time this comes out, it won't be. So how how was your summer? How was my summer? How was your summer break? Oh, well. It's not a break. We're, yeah, it's we're not, adults. not a break. But um, there's been a lot of doing, a lot of happenings. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, it's been like a lot of just running around, running around, running around, running around, running around, and um, being tired. Yeah. And yeah tourist busy season where I work so there's lots and lots of people needing things all the time mm -hmm. making strange requests what's the strangest well I mean I just like this lady came in for those of you that don't know I work at like a historic travel trailer resort lodge cabin place mm -hmm. it's like a cabin that's surrounded by like really cool vintage trailers and then also camping spots for rvs yeah there's but a few tent spots awesome. it's near the beach anyhow where we get guests that come there and then but they are always needing stuff i guess the things that are i guess they are like really really weird but um this one guest was asking if we had a spatula and so I was like, okay, yeah, let me go see, you know, go run several yards to get to where we have spatulas. And I like bring a couple of different options back. And then I get back and clearly I've like winded myself mm -hmm. going where I went to get the spatulas. Mm -hmm. But by the time I got back, she was insisting that she only, she only uses wood she wanted a wood spatula. Well, could she have told you that before you went to go <laughs> yeah, find the spatula? Yeah, but, like, it just seemed like a very special request, like, when you're going to stay somewhere, like, right. at a hotel, motel, holiday inn, resort, wherever yeah. you're going, do you use expect what, that no, they're... No, use whatever the fuck they give you. Yeah, and, like, and no next it. time to bring your own right. wooden spatula. <laughs> What's wrong with people? I don't know. It, it's that just is like, fucking weird. I'm and then sorry. some girl came in the other day. She's like, um, excuse me. Like, do you have just like, like, like a quarter of a cup of flour? <laughs> and I was like, what? I don't live here. Yeah. And so I'm just like oh, a quarter good. of a cup of flour. And then I'm not even going to say what I did after that, but. Um, we can cut it out. I found some, yeah, it's just this, like, really old flour in this, like, mason jar. Yeah. And the only reason why I knew it was flour is because I smelled it, and it was, like, smelled like flour. Mm. And But the mason jar was, like, all, like, crusty on the outside oh. and, like, had, like, 
grease splatters and stuff on it, which is, like, sticky. It was probably fine on the inside. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I didn't, like, I don't know how old this flower is. It could Uh have been from, like, 1892. I don't know. Yeah, that place has been around. Yeah, but, I mean, there is, I do find stuff that's probably been in there since. Yeah? Yeah. Like, from from time to time, like, I'll find something that's, like, shoved under or behind, like, um, like, we have, like, um, bookshelves and stuff, and you'll, and, like, we have this old, um, like, Victrola-type record player, player where I found all these old, like, those, like, really thick, cool, almost, yeah. like, glass, like, type records. Yeah, where they have the really deep ridges in them. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, but, yeah, like, I find all this, like, cool stuff. Um, but so I don't know how old that flower was, and I gave it to oh. her, and then my coworker was, like, I told him about what I did, and then he's like, oh, he's like, don't you know that, like, old flour is really dangerous? He's like, he's like, when they're always telling you not to eat, like, cake batter or cookie dough and stuff like that, it's not because of the, the eggs. He's like, it's because of the flour. What? Um, yeah, he's, like, claiming that, like, like flour can go bad. And, no. I don't know. Maybe he's just, he's probably trying to pull time. my leg because he likes to, like, fuck with me. Yeah. But um, I was like, oh, God, well, I hope I didn't just, like, kill yeah, that guest by giving him some, like, old ass no, they're fine. 1925 flower. Um, so yeah, it's busy. It's busy there. And there's a lot of people and they all want something. Mm-hmm. Do you happen to have a, like a screwdriver that's exactly like 16 inches in length? I'm trying to replace my, <laughs> my, uh, steering wheel cover. That was the request the other day. I'm like, you came to this place to stay here for vacation. You need to like, you need a screwdriver now. so you can change your steering wheel cover. <laughs> And then it's like go to the beach. It's yeah, a five minute walk, away. bro. Like don't change. enjoy yourself. Yeah, wait till you get home to change your steering wheel cover when you have your own set of tools. You don't have to bug somebody. And then, oh my like, god, I would I, never. Yeah, you wouldn't believe like these requests that people they want you to like carry a table like down three flights of stairs just because they need a special table to work on like their art what? project. Yeah, and I think it's because so many people have catered to their every want, need, and desire that they're just, like, trained to ask for, like, the most outlandish crap. Like, the other day, when my tire was, my tire was flat at work, so Kenny called Triple A, and the Triple triple A truck driver dude came and, like, realized quickly that he was not going to be able to remove my tire because there's some kind of special locking lug nut, which I don't understand why they didn't give me the tool for that. Um, especially if you break down in the middle of nowhere and you can't change your own tire. What the fuck? Really? Yeah, it has, like, this, like, weird, like, a locked, like, one of the lug nuts has, like, special pattern on it. You have to have, like, a key. What? And, like, the places that we've been taking it to, like, don't have it. Like, the AAA guy didn't have the key. I've never heard of such a thing. Yeah, but the funniest part was, is that the guests that were pulling into the parking lot while the tow truck guy was dealing with my tire, they start asking him if... If he can fill up their tires with air. And they're explaining to him that they're guests there. Yeah. Like, what? It was like, right. He was only there because Kenny had AAA. And they're suddenly acting like he's going to, like, they're, like, they're going to, he's going to fill up their airs too. Because they're guests. I was like, what is with you people? That is so Mm -hmm. fucking weird. It's really weird. But you know what? It's like. I wonder if it's like, uh, like when Patrick did the, um, there's like some long bike ride that people do uh, across that really, really long trail Yeah, that goes from here to like Raymond or whatever, James to Raymond. <clears throat> right. And, uh, 
Patrick was like working at at like some thing, like a station, like a first aid station or whatever, in the middle of it. And he just like heard all these people riding through that were just like, he said they just sounded ridiculously snobby. They're just like, oh, what a quaint little like yeah. uh, area. And like, you know, just like, Ugh. um, uh, I don't know. Just, I, I wonder if it's like those kinds of people though that come out so. to the Southwestern. They're just like, oh, pardon me. Yeah. Sir. Ma'am. Do you happen to have any gray poupon? Right. Well, my summer started off with stomach surgery. It was super fun. It's great. I'm actually so, so happy I had it done. Yeah, I was so glad. Waiting for that part. <laughs> oh, dude, just like, yeah, being able to eat stuff that I haven't been able to eat for years because I knew it was just like, just looking at it, I still, my brain still is like, oh, acid, 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 yeah. and like, I'm like, no, you know what? I'm gonna eat it, and it's spicy food, and it doesn't Whoa. even affect me it's great it's so amazing like i went years with having acid yeah. reflux all day every day it's Yikes. nuts yeah no don't do it guys just get the surgery it's not that bad but the recovery was rough at first yeah but it was way quicker than i thought it would be i felt better i felt great within like a week and i wasn't expecting to feel good that and it, yeah to where it was hard, it was really hard for me to not do things. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but the thing that fucking sucked was like, so like right after you get it done and for a while, your whole, your whole like esophagus area is like swollen, like right down low, of course, because you just had surgery on it. And, um your stomach is really small right at first. So yeah. it like, you have to like kind of slowly stretch it back out, but like you can only have liquids right at first. So just chicken broth. And then I slowly like started like dissolving crackers and chicken broth. I'm going to eat that. Yeah. Like a um, mush. That's when I sharded was when I was at that point in my diet. I sharded in the bed. This bed? Yep. <laughs> this bed. Um, it was a tiny, a tiny little thing. Okay. And it was the second chart of my entire life. <laughs> yeah. And um, I went, oh, what do I do? <laughs> yeah. That was my first thought. And then um, I figured it out. So there was that. And then um, I, um, so the things that you're able to eat, it's like mm -hmm. scrambled eggs, Really, really, really cooked, well-cooked noodles. Like, I, you know, chicken and stars. I did some of that. Yeah. Like cream soups, things like that. Um, no, like, fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, meat, breads. Like, all of that stuff's going to be really hard. So it's just, like, baby food, basically. Yeah. But, like, in the very beginning, I choked on so many things that I tried to eat. Right. I choked on scrambled eggs. Oh, geez. And it's not like... Is it scary? It's super scary. And it's yeah. not like... It's not like normal choking because mm -hmm. it doesn't happen right here in your throat, at the yeah. top of your throat. It happens down in your <gasps> chest. Ooh, so, like, it's like the, the hole down there is so small. And you go your whole life taking, like, normal bites, chewing them a normal amount, and swallowing, and not thinking anything of it. Mm-hmm. And 
if you take too big of a bite of even just like scrambled eggs, mm -hmm. if it's too much at once, you swallow and you think immediately like, oh shit, that was too much. Mm. And then you wait and you feel it go down oh, in your chest. That, yeah, that weird, horrible pain. Like, yeah, and then it gets pain. sharp, like, mm -hmm. like, uh, sharp like pressure right in your yeah. in your chest and then you feel it like start coming back up and you like cough out like pieces of food and it happened to me on like scrambled eggs ramen noodles um uh the like bread from a mcdonald's cheeseburger like and it still used to like heave and everything it's just it's uh. terrible but like uh that hasn't happened to me in a long time now Whoa. it's been weeks yeah that's good. And I don't know if I've just, like, I know I've definitely had to change the way mm -hmm. I eat, like, how much I chew and how small, like, my bites are and stuff, which is so fucking annoying and so gross. <laughs> yeah. Like, chewing stuff until it's mush Ugh. is so awful. Yeah. I feel like I'm, <sighs> like, I'm one of those people that should be chewing a lot more than I am. I'm a texture, like, textures gross me out. And, like, yeah. that's just, I don't know. It's tough. It's hard to do, and it seems like a weird thing to complain about. Yeah. But it, I mean, for me personally, like, it's it's been, it's been harder to eat enough. Yeah. Because I'm like, it, it's so much work. Yeah. And it's gross. Hmm. Yeah. So I've just been eating, like, really easy things. Yeah. I think that's how Kenny's mom has to eat. She had some kind of, like, surgical procedure, not the same yeah. One is you, but like something where like, um, they had to remove some kind of tissue mm -hmm. or something, um, somewhere stomach or somewhere, but she has to chew like really slow and really long yep. and little bits, which I didn't realize. Cause, um, I was like really done with my food and I'm usually a slow eater cause I sit in like jibber jab uh -huh. while I'm eating. Or Jabberjaw. <laughs> Jabberjaw. Um, but she was, like, not done with her lunch. And I was like, what is going on? And then Kenny later told me, like, I guess she had to have, like, a surgical procedure where she has to be, really, really conscious yeah. about. It's, it's so annoying. And you totally yeah. have to completely retrain your brain. Yeah. I'm used to doing all kinds of shit while I'm eating, like, and not pay, paying attention to my actual eating at all because yeah. you usually don't have to. Patrick's mom was whining about wanting to visit. So I was like, hey, she can visit while, you know, while I'm recovering from surgery. She can help us scout, you know. <sighs> it did not work out that way. Yeah. At all. I bet. Yeah. Um, scout wanted nothing to do with her. Um, she needed so much attention. She needed so much catering to, as usual. Just, like, um, she was here way too long mm -hmm. for, like, two yeah. and a half weeks or something. Oh, it was like yeah. It seemed like so it was a really long time. Long. No, she said that was not nearly long enough. <gasps> that was not long enough. Oh, my gosh. Um, no. I know. Um, it was rough. Like, like, a week's too long. Yes, that's true. And I was still on my tolerance break or my like my, my oh, marijuana God, break yeah. during that time so i was just i was going fucking insane because i was like done with my pain meds yeah but i couldn't smoke weed yet i couldn't drink alcohol i couldn't like escape like i couldn't do anything right um 
but it, like, oh my god, it was so fucking funny. We, um, we went out to dinner with her at McMinnman's. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Of all the yeah. places. Of all the places, of course. Good, good old McMinnman's. Um, so, we went there and, uh, she was talking, she was looking at me and she was talking about how earlier in the day, mm-hmm. uh, Scout pulled Patrick's hair really hard and mm-hmm. it hurt. And she saw Patrick pull Scout's hair right after that. Uh-huh. And she said she has never seen such a horrible thing done to a child in her <laughs> life. Okay. <laughs> so I'm listening to this and I was like, okay. Like, I mean, I kind of get my, it. I like, bit my mom and she bit me back. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we wouldn't bite her, but, and he, did, he, did, he didn't hurt her, but he was just showing her just, you know, like a what, little how bit. That feels. Like, yeah, yeah. That you don't do that to people because if you don't do that, and they walk around letting everybody pull their hair. Yeah. Like, pull everybody's hair. Stupid. So, anyway, I just kind of, you know, rolled my eyes and was like, yeah, whatever. I Like, I would do that to her, too. Yeah. And, um, but as soon as she said that, that was, like, the worst thing she's ever seen done to a child. Mm-hmm. Patrick goes, he goes, really, Mom? Really? Yeah. That's the worst thing you've seen done to a child? Uh-huh. He was like, tell me you didn't spank kids that were that young. Yeah. Tell me you didn't spank that young. And I just like grabbed Scout oh, and we gosh. like walked out. And oh, wow, like, yeah. I was just like, do 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 well. You guys enjoy it. But he like, he like went, went off on her and was like, you watched your ex-husband like hold me by the throat and punch me in the face repeatedly. And this is the worst thing you've seen done to a child. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And she's like, I don't remember that. Oh, well, geez. I don't remember that. Well, I guess I'm just a terrible mother. I guess I'm just the worst. I'm just the worst, aren't I? <laughs> like, that's just where it goes from there. And then yeah. she just shuts off. Mm-hmm. Didn't talk to us the rest of the night and for like another day or so after that. Oh, fun. Right. But, okay. Yeah. She, oh my God, my mother-in-law. She has to have special milk, okay? Mm-hmm. We have to, when she's coming, she has to have her Cheerios, plain Cheerios, her um, lactate, mm-hmm. because <laughs> she's got, la- she can't have lactose. Yeah. She has to have green bananas. Mm-hmm. Green. Uh, for her liver. It sounds like whatever. my, this sounds like my diet. <laughs> no, all this stuff. But so, but I wouldn't request that somebody else have it there that's for fine. me. I don't mind having it here. Yeah. I don't have a problem. I'm happy to get it for her. Well, like and if have picking it, here. it up, like if you, you have to drive far to get it, but like. Right. Like, and we do like, yeah. So I, I'm happy to have that here, but she had a fucking chocolate milkshake. Mm-hmm. Every day she was here. Whoa. How is she not like 600 pounds? I don't know. But. Because she, she's lactose intolerant. She's just like. Right. Just shitting her, her guts brains out. out. No, I don't know. But she. In this like. We go to a drive through with Patrick. Mm-hmm. He's driving. She's in the passenger seat. And she's like. In the same breath. She says. Oh, get me. Get me a burger, but no cheese on it, because I can't have the lactose. And will you get me a a large chocolate milkshake? 
And she says milkshake. Like she like yeah. it, like she says milk in it. Yeah. What is she talking about? <laughs> yeah. What in the fuck? <laughs> yeah. One day for dinner, she literally we went through the Wendy's drive through. She got two large frosties. She <laughs> ate one in the car and then she put one in the freezer and then she got it out later and ate it. <laughs> but she can't have a slice of cheese. Yeah. Or milk on her cereal. Yes. I don't understand. But it's shit like that, you know? Yeah. All the time. Yeah. It's like, um, like she had a she had a bad experience at McMinimins because her and Patrick got in a fight. Mm-hmm. So then that fish at McMinimins gave her made her stomach upset. Yeah. It wasn't the chocolate milkshake on the way home. It was the fish at McMinimins. That's what made her stomach upset. Even though Patrick also had fish and chips and was fine. Yeah. Well yeah, and they got like into something, so <laughs> she's probably like all upset right and then like when they went to the beach and you and i were, were recording and they you know went off and did something or whatever i guess they like got into something there and that that was like that clam chowder was the spiciest clam chowder she's ever had in her life spiciest clam chowder huh yeah i had pepper in it yeah said yep so that was cool and then she left and then it was like <sighs> yeah get my office back right i really hate not having like a little escape do you have anything did you, did anything happen this summer that sucked i mean that was like um he texted me one time about stanley like attacking a a cat and spilling everything in your oh yeah and he had to eat yeah garbage salad garbage salad day where i was just I, w I was, like, not feeling well. I think this is when I thought I was, like, pregnant for a minute. Mm -hmm. And um, everything was making me nauseous. But, like, come to find out, it's just my medication. Oh. Because um, I get these, like, all of a sudden I get, like, really, 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 like, gnarly. Um, like, it's after so many hours that I take it. All of a sudden I just get this, like, flush. This, like, wave of just like a hot flash and yeah. I'm like sweating profusely like from every like my hair I hate sweating yeah my hair becomes like dripping wet like yeah. not just like yeah. at the roots or something and then like I'm dripping like everywhere like I've, I don't really have large boobs but like I'm definitely like sweating under there like the point where my whole bra is soaking wet mm -hmm. and then That's I'll be like yeah, and then I'll and then I'll like look at my arms and I have like chills, like all like have goosebumps like all oh, over my arms and stuff. Yeah, like it's really weird. Like my like legs, you know that thing that like if you get like in like a sauna or you stay in a sauna too long and then you kind of get that like weird. It's like um, I've never stayed in a sauna too long. <laughs> well, it's almost like like this like spider webbing of of yeah, like your skin gets red and it's like. Like white patches, like white and red, like blotches mm -hmm. all over you. So I get really blotchy like that. I do but, that uh, when I get nervous. My yeah. chest gets all like bright red and blotchy. Yeah, it's like that will happen, and then it'll be like this wave, and it'll pass. But um, it's just uncomfortable because, like, a lot of times, like it happens, like when I'm at work, and it's like just like I'll go do something, and then. Like for like I don't know ten minutes and then I come out and I'm like just drenched and drenched sweat. yeah well I was like I had like a paper towel and I was like trying to like squeegee my hair and my coworker 
I was like, oh, I can't stop sweating. And they're like, wait, they're like, that's from, that's happening from sweating. They're like, you didn't like put your head underwater or something. I was like, no. And like, it was like just dripping yeah. off. So gross. And then, and then I don't feel clean, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like touching clean things and I feel gross. Anyway, but there's a period of time I thought I was pregnant because that was happening and I was feeling constantly nauseous. And then, um, so I was like, only thing that sounded good was, and pretty much for the most of the summer, all I've like sounded really good has been like salads. So my coworker told me about this really good salad that's like at this, uh, Roots coffee shop drive through. So I like go down there and he tells me it's like eight bucks, like the basic, but you can add on, um, other stuff if you want extras. And it's like this dragon bowl and it has like greens and quinoa and all this like healthy stuff. But like also you can add like grilled chicken, Hell yeah. avocado, you can add feta. And then this, and like the salt, salt or the dressing that they use is like really like this Asian sesame kind of just like mm. really good. Sounds awesome. Yeah. And it weighs, it feels like it weighs a pound, mm-hmm. but you are, and like I ordered a, I don't know, like some kind of like a Red Bull spritzer or something. And uh, spent like seventeen dollars mm-hmm. on a salad and a Red Bull spritzer. Then I like tipped them, so you know twenty dollar looking... lunch. Well, yeah, and so I'm all excited. Then I get home, and it's like I'm wearing these really, really short, short shorts that I don't. I never wear shorts anyway, but yeah, lately I've been wearing shorts, but I definitely don't wear short shorts. And these are like kind of like the ones like my pajama shorts mm-hmm. that like go with a matching tank top type thing. And Cute. the only reason why I was wearing that is because I had like gone through the drive through and I really did not intend to see anyone. And then I pull up and my neighbor is outside like washing his car. And uh, um, he, the neighbor had told me and I've also met the other neighbor's cat named Shytheed. Which I guess is really the cat. What it comes down to is that the cat's name is Shithead. Mm-hmm. But the way that they have it like on the collar tag, it's like they put like a, like a space or something or like a little like. Hyphen. Yeah, hyphen between. S-H-I-Hyphen-T-H-E-A-D. Yeah. Shytheed or Shytheed. Shytheed. Which is really a funny cat. I like he's it. actually really cute, and he's very like one of those cats that like is not afraid of anything. He just comes like right up, starts like rubbing on you, wants to go in your apartment, wants to follow you around. Yeah. And he's in love with the neighbor Kyle, who is the guy that was out washing his car. Mm. And so we're like talking or whatever, and I've got like the salad in my hand in one hand, and then I've got Stanley in the other hand, but I had wrapped his leash up, like wound it up around my hand so that he um, was like on a shorter leash. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then he saw Shytheed and then he went like after him at like full speed ahead and then caused, because my it was like round up around my hand, like I'm like just like spinning around. <laughs> And, um, in your short short, yeah, well, no, he was like, okay, I think the the leash was like around my waist or something, and then he starts pulling, and I go like I spin around, and then it has to unwrap from my hand <sighs> well, and then it just and I fall on the ground, well, the salad like flew up in the <sighs> air, 
hits the ground. I fall, like, I'm taken down. And then at that point, I think I, like, showed Kyle probably my vagina <laughs> and maybe butthole because I was not wearing underwear. Of course. No. So my pajamas, man. But, and then, like, Stanley, like, the whole thing, like, ripped through my hand like like a razor like a or a um rope, one of those like a rope burn rope burn slash because it was like between the fingers oh, like a paper cut oh, that happens between so it, like cut through it was the most annoying injury to have it like would not heal it just kept like it was in my hand and then you know putting my hand in water or doing anything washing my hair oh i was so mad and like what i was really mad though because of my salad smash like hit the ground so i wasn't gonna not eat it so i just like scooped it back up into the container told my neighbor i was like this i'm not not gonna eat this so don't judge me but i had like pieces of like grass and like dirt and Gravel. gravel and everything else like and i just and uh i think that like some of my special dragon um, dressing, like, spilled out. I was just, I was so mad. I was really mad. I think I lost my drink. I don't know, but... Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah. I think you said that. Yeah, I was like, man, this is why I don't take myself out for, like, any kind of nice special... Like, I don't go to special restaurants very often and, like, do, like, a to-go or anything like that, you know? Like, I just... <laughs> don't. It's, like, a very rare occurrence. So I was very pissed off. It's like... I don't know, oh, fucker. Yeah, but we love Stan. Speaking of like naughty dogs, Murdoch, while Patrick and Dave went on that hike, mm-hmm. that, so they were gone all day long. Um, I was bringing Murdoch in, yeah, from the backyard. So when I do that. And Patrick's not home. Mm-hmm. I have to have a, a collar on him and a leash, a prong collar, because he won't, it, he'll take off and yeah. he'll take me with him. Yeah. It sucks, but that's what I got to do. So I, I leave it off of him when he's out running around. He roams without it. I only, I, he puts his face close to the gate. I put the collar on him, put the leash on, and then I open the gate and he mm-hmm. goes, well, he always tries to take off anyway and just mm-hmm. take me with him. And he he did it and, like, took me, a, like, a few steps, you know, before yeah. I, like, got control of him. I was like, no, dude, you need to go slow. Yeah. <laughs> and I get him put away, whatever, going about my day. I had to take the kids to go do something. Mm-hmm. So like no one was home at all, yeah. which never happens here. Yeah. Right. Like someone's always here. I get a phone call on my way back from town from a neighbor. And she's like, I just saw, I just chased four dogs off of your property and they had chickens in their mouths <gasps> and they were carrying chickens off down the street. And me and my son started chasing after them. And one of them turned around and started chasing after us too. <gasps> so we like, I don't know how many they took but there's like feathers everywhere so i'm like fuck okay so i'm like driving home i know patrick patrick's gone so it's like if i come home and there's 
a bunch of like dead and dying chickens in my yard. Like I told my neighbor, I was like, I'm going to have to borrow your husband or your, like one of your sons or something. Cause I, like, I can't do it. Yeah. And she's like, that's fine. That's fine. Just like, let me know. We don't see anything, you know? So I get home, put the kids inside and start looking around. My first thought is how the fuck did a dog get into the backyard? Yeah. Well, when Murdoch took off on me and dragged me away, he did that like before I latched the gate oh, and yeah. instead of like dragging him back the like 10 feet to latch the gate in my brain I was like I'm gonna put him away and then I'll come latch it yeah never did oh no yeah totally my fault mm-hmm. so if the chickens were in the yard some crazy pack of doty dogs saw them came running in the chickens go under the fence to try to because they're like we know dogs can't walk through this fence and they did. Oh, they no. were able to push through. Oh, God. So horrible. Yeah. So I get home. There's a few twists to this fucking story. So I get home and I start looking around. I go into the chicken coop and there are four survivors mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. We had eight chickens. Oh, no. Yeah. There's four in there. Uh-huh. I walk all around the property can't find anybody else. So the four survivors, uh-huh. and Patrick played this game while he was, I had him guess while he was hiking. Yeah. I was like, who do you think? Yeah. Jerry. Uh-huh. Um, Virginia. Oh, thank goodness. I, I know. I was like, uh, like the only one I care about. I know. About. Well, I care about Jerry too. And mainly because also it'd be horrible to tell Val. I know. <laughs> Jerry survived. Virginia survived. Jerry and Virginia's daughter Artemis, mm-hmm. and you remember Ducky? Ducky yeah. is Virginia's sister. Yeah. Um, they're all in there. Yeah. My red chickens are gone. Oh, no. Who I raised from little tiny babies. Yeah. My first set. Right, yeah. And um, Dee and Frank are gone. Oh, no. So I call Patrick. I'm heartbroken over the red chickens. Like, I yeah. I love those chickens. I've, like, I raised them from babies. They just, like, they're they're my first, my babies. And yeah. they're great layers, you know? And they're just great chickens. But they're the only ones that are really, like, will come up to you and let you touch them. Yeah. Um, and uh, I said, but I can't, I can't find anybody. There's no bodies. Mm-hmm. They're just gone. The neighbor said that she saw some dogs carrying some off. And she said she saw a rooster, mm-hmm. and she said she saw a red one. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, man. So um, I just, you know, close everybody up and go inside. So then my doorbell rings, mm-hmm. and I answer it, and it's my other neighbor over here. Yeah. And he goes, hey, I just got home from work, and there's two dead chickens in my yard. <gasps> he goes, I think my dog got out. Abby, he goes, he goes, I, no, he goes, he goes, I asked, I asked my wife if Abby got out and she said, yeah, that she did. Oh no. And he goes, and two of your chickens are in my yard dead. And I go, oh no, she didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah, she did. And I was like, no. Yeah. It was, <laughs> I told Patrick, it was like, it felt like a, 
a murder trial and I was uh-huh. like the like defense. I was like, yeah. no, no. See, it was a pack of dogs. Uh-huh. And she said it was a really big black lab. Mm-hmm. And Abby's not big, you know? And I was like, and um, I was like, I was like, the, the pack of dogs probably came into your yard because your gate was open. Yeah. And they dropped the dead chickens there. And Abby is just getting blamed for it. She didn't do it. She's a good girl. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, no, I think she did it. Oh, so I God. said, okay, what color are the chickens in your yard? Mm-hmm. He said, there's a white rooster and a white hen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And he's like, and they're dead. And I was like, do you mind? taking care of that for me because my husband's gone and I can't do it. And he yeah. said, that's fine. And he offered to buy me new chickens, you know, all this stuff. I was Aww. like, dude, don't. I was like, <laughs> I was like, don't worry about it. I was like, those two were created by my chickens and they were raised by my chickens and they, I didn't, I had nothing to do with it. I didn't pay for them. Yeah. It's fine. Mm-hmm. We needed to downsize a little bit anyway. Not the way I wanted it to happen. It's terrible. Right. So then... Um, Patrick comes home and, uh, no, we go, so we go to sleep the next day, Patrick gets up and goes out to the chicken coop and I'm on the phone with Laura and I'm telling her how upset I am that my, my red chickens are dead. And, you know, he, he goes, the red chickens are out there. (gasps) What? Yeah. What the hell? I don't know. They survived, though. Whoa. They were maybe hiding while I was looking. Oh, wow. But they were gone. I mean, they, I mean, they were there. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, so, huge relief. And I was like, I fucking knew it. Because if fucking D is, or not D, fucking Ducky mm-hmm. is smart enough to survive that. Yeah. Like, how did the Red Girls not survive, you know? I was yeah. like, so... That blew my mind too. So it made me feel so bad though, because so Frank and Dee were the Mm -hmm. only ones that died. Yeah. And I'm not kidding you. Three days before this happened, Mm -hmm. Patrick and I went on a walk and we saw a, um, a bald eagle circling our property. Oh, damn. And we were like, oh my God, like, I wonder if Jerry will keep the girls safe from from that guy or whatever. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know, if he just took Frank and D and left everybody else, like yeah. that, that would be great. We just downsize. He would solve our problem for us. Oh I was totally God. fucking kidding. And then like three days later, Frank and D dead. Oh gosh. I guess that's I, part of like that book, audiobook. I know. I <laughs> called a hit from the universe. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Oh gosh. Isn't that fucked up? Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah, it's like the time that I used my grandma as an excuse, like, not to go to work. Or I said she, like, fell and, like, hurt her hip. And then she actually did fall and hurt her hip. Like, luckily it wasn't anything, like, life-threatening. But, um, yeah, I felt so horrible. It was, like, like the, the same, like, I think it was, like, the same day or, like, the following day or something. But it's really fucked up because I feel like I have kind of a dark sense of humor and, like, shit comes out of that, my mouth like that all the time. And I wonder how many... Yeah. Terrible things have happened. Well, I think about that with like in terms of like making like silly what I think are like funny, fun comments while I'm watching like murder. Yeah. You know, like being like, Oh hey babe, you know, like like make like some kind of joke to your significant other about, you know, like what would you you know, would you I don't know, like something like 
oh, I would have like chopped his dick off and, you know, put mm-hmm. it in a blender and, you know, served it to him for Thanksgiving on gravy or turkey or something like joking around. But then I'm like, is this like, am I starting to like, That's like, like I like fall asleep to all this murder and like, am I, is it like brainwashing me to becoming a murderer? Yeah. <laughs> like, like one day I just wake up and it's like, found my life's calling because, yeah. um, this is why I liked, but, um, yeah, I'm like, I feel like you could, you would, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if you'd be able to get away with it. You're pretty careful. No, I, um, like I was talking to somebody about, somebody pointed out that like sharp tool that uh-huh. people gave me and I was talking about how like I would have no qualms like if I was being attacked stab someone um, right in the eye yeah stabbing somebody in the eye so I would not feel bad about it at all because uh-uh. Savannah was like you know, I was talking to Savannah about it and she was like well you would have to you know live the rest of your life with knowing that you'd murdered somebody and I was like I'd be fine with that if they were trying to attack me and yeah, you know like threaten my life like yeah I'm not going to feel bad that no. I stabbed them in the eye no but killing someone does do things to your Yeah, like, I'm sure you wouldn't just never have like yeah. you do have probably have some imagery, you know. Yeah. It doesn't um, feel nightmare. It's not like the best thing to do. It's like, not no. like cool, super cool forever, but um No, but I I just like I don't think yeah. that um No, if I was being attacked, no, I wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't even I think about it. And think about it. Yeah, I don't yeah. I wouldn't stop and think about it. And I definitely wouldn't think yeah. about think about it I wouldn't regret it afterwards mm-hmm. for any way. Yeah. Fuck that. Stab stab and ask questions later. Hold Did on. you know that Kelsey Grammer's sister had been was murdered when she was like maybe like twenty or something? No. Yeah, I guess that didn't really like affected him throughout his life. I think it was um yeah, it was like his younger sister, I think, and she it was like a circumstances of like being at the wrong place at the wrong time <sighs> kind of thing where she was working at this restaurant and there's like this like gang, this like gang that were like like I think they were in like the Navy or something. They were like military like gang member guys that were just like going out and like thrill killing, you know, and like just what I think they the were like fuck? doing a lot of drugs and just like yeah. random they were like trying to get money, like trying to like but it was just like really not like anything premeditated. There was just like a, like they decided they're like, oh, you know, look at that restaurant, it's still open. Let's go try to rob them. So they went in to like try to rob this restaurant, and there's um, a guy working still, like he was just closing things up, but he had already put like the register and the safe and locked it up and stuff. By the time these guys came in, he's like, no, I'm sorry. He's like, I, I don't, you know, I can't, I can't access this money for you, whatever. And they're like, oh man, like fuck this. And um, they like went to leave, but then they saw a girl standing in the parking lot, and it was her. Kelsey Grammer's sister, she was waiting for the other coworker to get out so he could give her like a ride. Uh-huh. And I guess they like out of their frustration for not like being able to successfully, you know, rob. rob this place. They're just like, oh, let's just go like, you know, let's go just take that girl. And so they like took her and then like they all like think took turns like raping her. Oh my God. And then at one point, like they decided to just let her go. Um, and so they let her go. They like let her outside of the car 
<clears throat> and then one of them had like a change of heart and was like, she's seen too much. Like she'll recognize our faces and stuff. They like let her get so far. And then like, basically like, I think they stabbed her to death. But the other thing was like, she like lost her glasses. Like she was still alive and she was trying to get to like doors. Cause that by the time they thought, I guess like they'd killed her, they drove off and she was like trying to go to like doors in this trailer park and nobody was answering. And so this guy just comes home and he like goes out on his back porch and like finds like this, you know, dead woman. Oh my God. Like, and her handprints are just like going down like she's trying, you know, like desperate. She, yeah. Makes sound. Ugh. So horrible. Yeah. But I didn't know that. But there's an episode on, it's the one, I think it might be on Hulu, but it's like Detective. It's called like Detective so and so. And now I feel bad because I'm forgetting his name. But he's like this, like, he was like a hardcore like detective. For like many years or whatever, and now he has like his own show. Joe Kenda, yeah, that guy, <gasps> Joe Kenda guy. Joe Kenda, yeah, it's on. Whoa, it's whoa, on one of those. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, does this guy ever? Is he ever not oh, serious? My my my. <laughs> yeah. Well, what have we here? <laughs> yeah, like, he, yeah, I'm like, does he ever laugh or? No, have... he has no sense of humor. No. And then I was thinking about, um... but there's an episode about Kelsey Grip that. Uh-huh. Oh, on that wow. show. It's like, I wonder ep- if like I've seen that because I feel like that that like scenario sounds familiar. Yeah. I think it happened in Cal- Colorado or somewhere like that. Yeah, Colorado Springs is where that yeah. that um is based. Yeah. Jokinda. <sighs> yeah. Oh my god, those fucking the flashbacks or like the the <laughs> the actor that plays him for one. Mm-hmm. Okay, looks nothing like him. Like, have you oh, seen the yeah. pictures of yes. young Joe Kenda? Like, you wish, dude. Yeah. And then it cracks me the fuck up on that show when he, like, he shows up to a crime scene mm-hmm. and he, like, st- the he, like, stares at it. And then yeah. it'll, like, all change color. It's like, and, like, all the cops disappear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like he has, like, some special fucking power mm-hmm. where he can see what happened and right. he knows because he's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. So dumb. Fuck you, yeah, Joe Kenda. He's really he's he is definitely very stuck on himself. Yeah, he loves himself. Yeah. He thinks he's the fucking coolest. Stanley thinks he's the coolest too, don't you, Stanley? Holy shit. I have to tell you about the airplane ride to Colorado. Okay. So our flight left at like four in the morning. Damn. So I thought it left at five. Yeah. Like I had it in my head that it was leaving at five, but it was like four something in the morning when it, when it left. So anyway, Patrick's like, he does this, this thing all the time, right? He goes Mm -hmm. to Portland and then flies to Denver all the time. So he's, I was like, I'm depending on you to -hmm. figure out how long, like what time we need to wake up. Yeah. You know? So we wake up at like, well, they wake up. I wake them up at like one 30 or something in the morning. I just didn't go to sleep. Um, and we get ready. We leave at like two. We get to this hotel where we leave our car, get on a shuttle and get to the airport and realize that like we're fucking like late. Like we have we have like 30 minutes by the time the shuttle finally like picked us up mm-hmm. and then we got there, got all of our bags off, got into the line to like check in and all that stuff. Our shit was boarding already. Oh, geez. And we were checking in. So 
it's a lot harder to do, to do all this stuff with a wife and two kids with you rather than by yourself with like a backpack, you know? Right, yeah. We had car seats. We had strollers. Like we had like so much shit with us. Yeah. And so we get checked in, we get all of our stuff on and like, there's a problem with the car seat. Like there's, it has a luggage tag on it, but the, and the luggage has a car seat tag on it. So they have to reprint all that shit out. Right. So, okay, cool. Fine. Do that. So they do that. And then we get into the security line, which is super fucking long, of course, longer than Patrick said it was going to be. And then, uh, we get through it all the way to the very, very front where, um, they have you walk by a dog Mm -hmm. in Portland. Oh, okay. Um, and you like walk side by side Mm -hmm. and just really slowly together and they have a fan blowing at you. So I don't know if it's like, I mean, it's gotta be bombs or something. Cause if it's sniffing for drugs besides marijuana, but Anyway, we had already done that. Mm-hmm. We get up to the part where the guy takes your boarding pass. Yeah. And he puts it in. The Patrick goes through. Scout goes through. Sophie goes through. And then mine, he's like, oh, there's a problem with yours. Oh. He writes something on it and he goes, go back to the front. Go back to the desk or whatever. Oh, no. And I was like, are you kidding? And he's yeah. like, no. Whoa. So I walk out, we have Mm -hmm. to walk. I was like, how, where do I go? How do I get back there? You know, because everything's pushing you to the gates, you know? So to like go all the way around, like all these different people have to lead me back out. We get back out, we go to the, um, the desk thing. They can't figure out what's wrong with my ticket. It's like my first name and my middle name are smashed together. Uh And there's no space between them. Yeah. And, like, that's what was causing it to have a problem or something, which was their system did that. Like, we didn't – it's so, so stupid. Anyway, Patrick and Scout are already through security. Me and Sophie are doing this alone. Oh, no. So we – they give me a new boarding pass, and they're like, you've already been through security. You've already been past the dog. You can go through the little express lane along the side. Uh Just let – you know, give them this or whatever. You're good. So we do that. We go through the express lane. We go all the way up to the front and around, and they grab the thing, and they're like, you're in the wrong line. Oh, no. And I was like, no, they told me to go through this line because we already went. I don't care. Yeah. You're in the wrong line. You have to go get in the other line. Oh, my god. Go get in the fucking security line that we already went through. Yeah. So Sophie and I get back in the security line, go all, wait all that time for all those fucking people to go through, get up to the dog. We... Go past the dog. They stop us and they say, you got to go back by the dog. You guys walked too fast. <gasps> so we have to go back around again, go back by the dog again, walk really slow. We're walking fast because we know, like, we're about to, like, miss our flight. Yeah. We finally get through mm-hmm. and we are running. Like, all four of us are just running, running, running for the um, for the gate. And we get there and they had just closed the door and they're like, nope, you can't, you can't get on. What the So we're hell? like... Fuck. Like, this is to see his son. You know, yeah. like, this is a big deal. Right. This is not something that we can miss. Right. So, you know, they're like, well, we can, we'll put you on standby for the next one that's in, like, two hours or whatever, but it's full. Yeah. So we're like, fuck, all right. Well, what are you going to do? <sighs> so we get on standby. We entertain, you know, the kids for two hours or whatever in the airport. And then... That flight comes up and there's only two seats on it. 
and oh, we need geez. three. Yeah. So three adults and a toddler on the lap. So Patrick goes, well, the rental car's in your name. Like, you guys go, and I'll hopefully get on the next one, and you can get the car and pick me up and whatever, you know? Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's, I mean, what else? It's the only way we're going to do it. So me and the two kids, I'm so glad Sophie was there, dude. Sophie saved the day. Like, yeah. was my rock. Right. Because Scout was a fucking nightmare on I that I was plane. wondering, yeah. It was horrible. Oh, like, no. for one, she was like, suddenly dad's not here. Where did he go? Uh-huh. And then, two, she's like, where the fuck am I? Why are you not letting me down? Why do I have to stay on your lap? Why? She was just screaming. She was screaming from the moment, like, we got on that plane. <laughs> yeah. Screaming, and then till she fell asleep. Uh-huh. And then she woke up screaming. Oh, no. And, like, <laughs> screamed until we got off. Like, it yeah. sucked. It was terrible. Yeah. So With then, a full flight. Oh, man. It got even worse. Oh, jeez. How could... Yeah. I was like, well, how could it get worse? I mean, maybe not worse. That was probably the worst part. But then we land. I've got... um Scout, stroller, diaper bag, carry-on, and then Sophie's got a backpack. And then our car seat and our, um, like, two huge suitcases mm-hmm. are there already because they came on the first flight because we had already yeah. checked our bags in. So, like, I figure I had to, like, balance a whole bunch of shit and, like get one of the pace like seven dollars for one of those carts and like stack a whole bunch of stuff up and that car seat is so goddamn heavy but like um and then sophie had to push the stroller and then we get outside it's like 97 degrees or something like that we're waiting for this this uh van that comes Mm -hmm. to bring us to the rental car place it takes forever and scout is so upset so we're just sitting there just sweating, like, trying to, like, keep her calm and, like, cool her off somehow. You know, like, what are you going to do? We just blow on her. <sighs> the fucking thing finally comes. I'm, like, struggling to try to get all of this luggage. I can't even lift some of this stuff. Like, yeah. Patrick was supposed to be here, you know? Like, he mm-hmm. carried all three of those things on his arms at once. Yeah. I wasn't expecting to even have to touch them. Yeah. So it was, like... Luckily, there was, like, a dad on there that was, like, super nice and helped. But I was, like, just being stressed out and hot makes me almost, I mean, like, I almost panicked on that plane so many times. If Sophie wouldn't have been there, I would have freaked out. Yeah. Because I will stay calm for her. You know, like, uh, that's fine. Because I don't want her to freak out. Yeah. But, like, and having a mask on and just, like, dripping sweat and having, like, a screaming kid on you just, like holding them while you're just just like i want to fucking die yeah yeah so we finally get to the rental car place i like drag all of this shit and the kids off of the off of the van and like set set it all on the ground you know Mm -hmm. what are you gonna do and i have to go inside i go inside and look and there's like this huge long line of people to rent cars i already have one but you still have to go through wait through the line yeah so I was like, I'm not going to leave my kids outside on a bench while in the heat while I have to wait in this line. So I like bring the kids inside and like drag all of that shit like inside the place and like set it up like all around them. Yeah. 
and go wait in that line. And then we got the car. I like bring the car up and like drag all of that shit back outside. Try mm. to put Scout's car seat in the car. I've never done that before. Patrick's always done it. Yeah. Kind of figured it out. <laughs> I had him fix it when I picked him up. But like... And then Patrick shows up, like, hours later, you know, just him in a backpack and just kind of strolls out of the airport. <laughs> yeah. And here we are, just straight into the air-conditioned, like, uh-huh. rental car. <laughs> like, yeah. fucker. And then on the way back, Scout was totally fine. Like... Oh, yeah. I mean, she she was a, a turd for a second. Uh-huh. But not anything, like... It was like she knew that she was going to get off eventually and that it's not a big deal anymore because she yeah. had done it once. But that first time, that was... a fucking nightmare it was terrible yeah i'm so glad it was such a short flight oh gosh that yeah i can't even i mean i feel like i get super stressed out not even just for like like when you're on a plane and there's like some kids screaming but just like knowing that that parent is probably just like really feeling horrible yeah this Um, guy in front of me uh uh-huh i was in the aisle seat with Scout on my lap. Yeah. He was like the row in front of me, but at the window. Mm-hmm. He looked over, he like sat up and looked over his shoulder at me like four times. Oh God. And the last time he did it, I was like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Yeah. I don't want this to happen. Right. I'm not pinching her. I'm not like enjoying this. You think like I'm, I'm doing this on purpose. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm doing all I can do. Yeah. Turn the fuck around and shut up and pretend that you can't hear it. God. People suck. I think people that have never had kids oh, treat yeah. people totally differently when in situations like that. Yeah, for sure. Like, I would never, I would never look at a mom the way that motherfucker looked at me. So, you know, I've been on this, like big forgiveness kick mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah. Um, it's been really like cathartic yeah. and just amazing. And a few days ago, mm-hmm. I got a message from someone asking if I could take my second ex-husband's dog for him. Oh yeah. Because He's not doing great and needs the dog needs a place to stay. I was like, yes, give me the dog, you know, because that was my dog. I haven't seen my dog in years and years and years, and it breaks my heart that she's not doing well. Anyway, that got he and I talking. Oh. And I invited him to the party tomorrow. Whoa. And it's not necessarily because I need anything from him. Mm-hmm. I don't need an apology. I don't need um, to be friends with him. I don't need any of that stuff. Um, but I do. I do want to attempt to give him a clean slate too. Mm-hmm. Because I've done this with other people and it feels so good. Yeah. And I mean, the worst that can happen is they fuck you over again and you, you know. Yeah. Say bye. That's fine. I don't need, I don't even need him to, you know, 
be yeah, in my life like at all. Yeah, you guys probably aren't going to get that, that but, close enough for him to be able to fuck you over. Exactly. We never will. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So why not mm-hmm. let go of that last bit of anger that I have in myself mm-hmm. towards, like, another person on this planet? That's the last one. Yeah. That's the last person that I have, like, beef with. So if I can squash that even just a tiny bit, it'll feel good. Not only that, but I feel like, and this is going to sound awful. Yeah. But it also makes people kind of understand. I feel like if I spend a little bit of time Mm -hmm. with my... With the person that made me feel so weak and Mm -hmm. powerless and has been that in my subconscious for so long, has had so much power over me, Mm -hmm. still having panic attacks and shit over stupid things that he did to me, seeing him at his lowest Mm -hmm. and knowing that I am so fucking happy and doing so great yeah since i left him i feel like that'll be really empowering for me Mm -hmm. and like fuck him i don't i don't care if that's like yeah not nice to him but like i feel like just having that um would feel good and if i can get to the point where i can stop saying like fuck him Mm -hmm. and think like oh you know he's a person that made a shitty mistake and whatever yeah it's it's done and over with he can't like you said he can't re-hurt me Mm -hmm. anymore he doesn't have that power over me anymore yeah so i think just kind of getting my subconscious mind to get get that to sink in Mm -hmm. uh would be killer and i think that it might happen i don't know and if it doesn't, who cares? Yeah. I'm right where, where I'm at. Right. It's like trying not to be, like, attached to the outcome. Right. Um, well, has he? did he respond like he was going to come? Yeah. Um, like with Alex, or is he just coming solo, or? I would think he would probably come with Alex. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. I don't, like, I'm not, I don't care, but... At the same time, like, I was like, yeah, why not? Why not? Like, yeah, give it a shot. Yeah. Like, worst thing that can happen, like, I still think he's a fucking asshole and well, maybe he'll just take care of the yeah. dog for a little while. That's Who fine. knows? If forgiveness is what you're throwing out there. Yeah. You know, strange, maybe strange things will come out of that, that for not just like you, but maybe some other people like, you know we'll have a kind of a similar experience like with the whole all that like I I mean um to me like there's gonna be like a lot of I think from that time period of people um gathered together that you know like things probably may have you know gotten weird at different points for different people right you know for different reasons but exactly maybe it'll just be a whole day of just you know like letting that Letting yeah. bygones be bygones or... That's what I'm hoping you know, for. Like, like, why why stay mad yeah. about the past if you don't have to? Right. 
or like be suspicious of people or, you know, like, I don't know, like they're, I don't know, <laughs> like just, you know, cause like I, yeah. <sighs> and forgiveness is like, it's more, it's more of a thing. I mean, for me, it's like, it's letting it go rather than giving them a pass. Like what yeah. you did was okay. Well, you're like, you're, you're not, not saying forgetting. that. Yeah. You're not yeah. forgetting. You're just forgiving. Right. I'm saying like, like I'm trusting that from now on, you're not going to do anything shitty to me and hopefully not anyone else. Yeah. And if I find out about it, then like, <clears throat> of course. But, uh, yeah, I wanted to let you know that. Yeah, well, that, that was, that's a shocker. I know. But, I it's, mean, I'm happy that you're in that place. This last month has been just full of shockers and, mm -hmm. like, shh. <laughs> that sounds like that finger thing. Oh. The last month has been full of the two in the pink, one in the sink. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's been shocking the shit out of me. Yeah. In, in like, the best way. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's wrap this up. Let's All right, see. let's do it. Okay. Okay. Well, we are going to hopefully um, be back now every Tuesday for a little while. Um, you can join us on Facebook in our Facebook group. It's just called The Worst Day of My Life. Um. We have an Instagram that I never post on. It's um, the worst day of my life dot podcast. Um, and we want all of your stories of you having diarrhea accidents or throwing up on yourself or, you know, anything embarrassing and awful that'll make us feel a little bit better about ourselves. Um, send those to the worst day podcast at gmail.com and just remember that it could always be worse it could always be worse mm -hmm. and we no all doubt about it we'll see, see you next tuesday. tuesday bye bye i can still burp see i was gonna be i was gonna try to be farting because i've been <laughs> like holding it in for this entire time but <laughs>
You know how I normally struggle with the D? Yeah. Diarrhea. Oh yeah. Um, well, you're not, you're not gonna believe this. Uh, today, I strangely had a very rare occurrence of something known as the C. Constipation. Oh no. <laughs> Have you ever heard about colon broom? Colon broom? No. It cleanses your colon and helps create regular bowel movements, improving digestion and your gut health. Holy mackerel. Does it help your weight goals become easy to reach? And is it keto and fasting friendly? Yes, it is. Whoa. And if you use promo code WORSTDAY10, you can get $10 off and free shipping. No way. Way. Whoa. You should probably get yourself some colon broom and fix that C problem you've got. I agree. Okay. Uh, thanks. Bye-bye. Holy shit, Cherish, where did you get that really cute strawberry pipe? I got it at shopcannastyle.com. What is that? It is this beautiful website where you can get the cutest pipes, bongs, smoking accessories ever. They've got things that look like cactuses. They've got pipes that look like cherries and flowers <gasps> and uh, berries and celestial themed things, stuff with mushrooms on it. It's all just really super adorable. Whoa. And if you use promo code, the worst day of my life, in all caps, you get 10% off. Go to shopcannastyle.com, use our promo code, and get yourself something cute. Yeah, or something cute for somebody you love. Let's do it. Uh, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Ring, ring. Hello? Cherish, you're not gonna believe this. <gasps> what? You know how I normally struggle with the D? Yeah. Diarrhea. Oh yeah. Um, well, you're not, you're not gonna believe this. Uh, today, I strangely had a very rare occurrence of something known as the C. Constipation. Oh no. <laughs> Have you ever heard about colon broom? Colon broom? No. It cleanses your colon and helps create regular bowel movements, improving digestion and your gut health. Holy mackerel. Does it help your weight goals become easy to reach? And is it keto and fasting friendly? Yes, it is. Whoa. And if you use promo code WORSTDAY10, you can get $10 off and free shipping. No way. Way. Whoa. You should probably get yourself some colon broom and fix that C problem you've got. I agree. Okay. Uh, thanks. Bye-bye.